Hello, I'm Dr. Wendy Hill. Welcome to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy. I'm here to support you in being the happiest, most balanced, most successful person possible. This series of podcasts is based on my book, The True Seeker's Guide to a Better Life. Here you will learn how your core beliefs are formed and how they influence every second of your existence. You will learn how to identify and transform your self-defeating core beliefs into core beliefs that support happy, healthy adult experience. Just listening to this podcast will give you the insight and inspiration you need to start to take control of your entire life and relationships. If you want, you can do the process as I suggest as we move along. Remember my website, wendyhill.com, and learn more about how you can grow emotionally and spiritually. How much do you want to change your life for the better? A little? A lot? Are you willing to do whatever is necessary for as long as it takes until you've achieved your goal? I frequently ask my clients these questions. Sometimes they say, I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to change my life for the better. You may be thinking the same thing. However, just putting yourself into therapy or reading a personal growth book doesn't necessarily mean that you have the kind of desire that's necessary to achieve the changes you want. The real test comes when you are faced with a discomfort that comes with change and growth. Your desire must be strong enough so that you will persevere in spite of any discomfort. You must be willing to persevere through whatever blocks come up for you, no matter what they are. You must be willing to experience healthy suffering. Healthy suffering is the discomfort that comes from doing something of value that's difficult. It is suffering that has virtue because it's for a higher cause. Healthy suffering may include feeling emotions you don't want to feel, such as anger, grief, shame, or fear. Healthy suffering may include the pain of seeing people you love in a different, not-so-complementary light. It may mean experiencing the pain of facing a childhood loss. It may mean taking a stand and facing the fear of speaking out in ways you've never done before. It may mean experiencing the discomfort that comes with changing old attitudes and habits. Change isn't easy. It's one of the most difficult things we humans can do. Change separates the willing from the unwilling, the mature from the immature, and the brave from the not-so-brave. Don't go into this naively. Knowing just how difficult personal change really is can help prepare you for the work ahead. If it seems too frightening or overwhelming, move slowly through the processes. Take it one step at a time. It's best to make a 100% commitment now before you begin. This way you'll not be renegotiating with yourself at every difficult turn. You won't have to continually say, Do I really want to do this? This is hard to do. I don't know if it's worth the effort. This kind of renegotiating reinforces doubt and fear. It's tiring, undermines your confidence, and can even cause you to quit. Decide now that you're worth any fight for your freedom, because you are. Warrior's spirit is the willingness to persevere toward a right and virtuous goal, even at great cost. It's the willingness to endure healthy suffering. 
all great accomplishments have been achieved by virtue of someone's warrior spirit. Don't think that such people were not afraid, didn't wonder if they would succeed, or didn't suffer in the process. It's very likely that they were afraid, questioned themselves, and did experience pain. Courage is not the lack of fear. It's the willingness to persevere in spite of it. Some say, what if it doesn't work, or I'm afraid? Fear and doubt are not reasons to quit. Great achievers have similar thoughts and feelings, too. They simply choose to ignore them. They act as though they didn't have such thoughts and feeling, even though they might be terrified inside. Warrior spirit is a sign of character. When a client says, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't willing to do whatever is necessary, I've learned that sometimes these words are only lip service. When they're challenged with their first real test, they quit. Some people are willing to do the work as long as it's reasonably comfortable. They stop when things get uncomfortable. This can mean that they're not really ready. However, sometimes it can mean they're not telling themselves the truth. We can fool ourselves, telling ourselves fibs about what we want and what we're willing to do to get what we want. We often don't want to do the work required. However, when we want it enough, we do the work. Find your warrior spirit. If you think you have none, consider that deep inside you is the instinctive desire and will to live. It's this that has brought you this far. Now find that part of you and build on it. Think about the things that you've already overcome. Admit to yourself that you do have a will that you can call upon to get you through. Use your will to persevere through each and every block that you encounter. When you do this, you share a special place with other great achievers. Facing our personal dragons is perhaps one of the greatest accomplishments we humans can achieve. Remember that you're worthy of great effort. Think of all that you have to gain. Consider your life as it's been. Consider the pain you've already suffered in vain. Do you want to continue with that unnecessary, unhealthy suffering? Consider how much better your life will be once you made the changes you desire. It's worth the price. The Readiness Self-Test This test will give you the opportunity to tell yourself the truth about what you want and what you're willing to do to get it. Since change is difficult, answering these questions may also be difficult. As you address each one of these questions, go deep within yourself. Spend a few moments seeking out the answer. Trust your intuition. Tune into the part of yourself that knows and tells the truth. There's no wrong answer if it's the truth. Listen. Decide that you're going to know the truth even if it's the truth you don't want to hear. Remember, the truth shall set you free. You can't fail. Spend time with each question until you're satisfied that you have the answer honestly and completely. Then write your answers in your notebook. If you don't like your answers, it may mean that you're not ready to make the changes you say you want to make. 
if you persevere with warrior spirit, sooner or later you will be ready. The important thing is to be as honest as you can be. Ready? The first series of questions have to do with what I want. What do I want? What changes do I want to make in myself and in my experience? How do I want to feel? How do I want my life to be? What changes do I want in my relationships, career, business, or personal life? The next series of questions deals with self-defeating behavior patterns. What are my self-defeating behavior patterns? What do I do to undermine my success? Do I have a chip-on-my-shoulder attitude? Explain. What am I stubborn or narrow-minded about? How do I hurt myself? How do I hurt others? The next series of questions has to do with being uncomfortable. What attitude must I adopt in order to face the discomforts that come with making changes? How can I prepare myself to face uncomfortable feelings like anger, hurt, fear, and shame? The next series of questions have to do with self-examination. What will motivate me to examine my childhood? What kinds of challenging questions about myself am I willing to answer? Why am I willing to examine my past even though it may reveal facts that are painful to me? The next series of questions has to do with denial. Am I willing to admit that I'm in a certain amount of denial about my problems, the facts about my past, what I feel and who I am? What do I tend to deny? When I feel blocked, am I willing to ask myself why and what I may be denying? The next series of questions has to do with humility. To what degree am I willing to humble myself? Explain. How have I been wrong about myself and others? How can I keep an open mind when I think I'm right about something? The next series of questions have to do with getting help. If needed, am I willing to seek the help and support of others? Am I willing to seek out a therapist, if I have not already done so, that specializes in healing the inner child? At what point? The next series of questions have to do with warrior spirit. To what extent am I willing to spend the time and effort necessary to help myself achieve my goals? Explain. What healthy suffering am I willing to endure? The next series of questions have to do with my level of desire. 
Imagine that you're looking at a scale that measures between 0 and 100. Imagine that 0 on the scale means that you have no desire to achieve your goals, and that 100 means that you're willing to do whatever is necessary, however long it takes until you have achieved them. Now ask yourself these questions. What number comes to my mind? What does that number tell me? How much do I truly want to achieve my goals? Do your answers to the questions in this test indicate that you're ready? Are you excited or a little frightened? If you are, this may be a good sign. It could mean that you mean business. Find your warrior spirit. Remember that courage is not the lack of fear. It's the willingness to persevere in spite of it. Do your answers to the questions in this test indicate you're not ready? Do you sense that you may be resisting going deeper into yourself? If so, this is a good opportunity to learn something about yourself. Let's do the following dialogue with your inner child. Eyes closed, focus your mind and imagine that your inner child is before you. Ask your inner child what would be the worst thing that could happen if you went further with this guide. Allow your inner child to answer. Your inner child is likely to have hidden fears or concerns about this process of self-examination. You might hear, I'm afraid it won't work, or what if I find out something about myself I don't like? Or, what if I discover something about my childhood that was bad? Or, what if I learn something about my parents that will make me not like them? I don't want to jeopardize the relationship I have with them now. Or, I don't want to feel the pain I know I'll feel if I remember some things from my childhood. Or, I think I had a good childhood. I don't want to change that perception. Whatever your inner child tells you, Know that those concerns can be resolved. A child sees things from a child's vulnerable point of view. You're an adult, and you can see things from an experienced, more empowered point of view. You are now far more capable of facing whatever you couldn't face when you were a child. Whatever happened, happened, and it's in the past. You survived. Whatever you experience that you may have hidden from yourself, you no longer need to keep secret. You must face it if you are to have the life you want. Listen to what your inner child says, keeping in mind that it is a child saying it. Evaluate your inner child's concerns. Respond to the concerns from an adult perspective. For example, if your inner child says, what if I find out something about myself I don't like? You can respond by asking, what would that be? Your inner child might respond by saying, what if I find out that I'm not worthy? As the adult you are today, you can see that your inner child is worthy, and you can say that to your inner child. Say, sweetheart, you are worthy. In doing so, you help your inner child feel safer. You have opened the door to wider understanding about yourself. 
Now imagine that you're looking at the scale once again. See if where you are on the scale has changed. Is the number higher, lower, or the same? If your number is higher, even a little, you've upgraded your thinking. Your concerns can be resolved only by looking directly at your fears. You may come to realize that what you fear is not truly real. The risk of facing your fear is small compared to the reward. As you go, take it slow, one step at a time. You can always distance yourself from any part of the upcoming processes and return when you're ready. Take all the time you need. Repeat parts of any processes you need. If you're afraid, calm your fears by holding and talking to your inner child. Stay with it until you are victorious. The processes require a private place where you will not be disturbed, a place where you can release your thoughts about your everyday life. Some of the processes are best done in silence with your eyes closed. Each phase of a process will be explained to you in advance. When you understand what to do, you can begin, allowing yourself time to absorb and understand what you're experiencing. Remember these important points. Being nervous is good. It says that you're sincere. In time, you'll be more comfortable. You can calm your fears by talking to your inner child. Desire is key to your success. Inability to remember the past is a defense mechanism adopted in childhood in order to cope. Healthy suffering is the discomfort that comes from virtuous action that's difficult. Expect to have some discomfort. Be willing to experience healthy suffering. Warrior spirit is persevering in spite of difficulties and fear. Courage is not the lack of fear. It is the willingness to persevere in spite of it. Be honest with yourself about what you want and what you're willing to do to get it. Thank you for listening. Remember that you're worthy and loved beyond your own understanding. This is a universal truth. It is meant for you to know and experience this truth in your whole being. If you want to learn more about this experience and how to be truly happy, please go to my website, wendyhill.com. Meanwhile, practice warrior spirit and talk with love to that little child within you.